As a franchisee, as I learned more and more about the industry, that real protective streak started to kick in because I saw how the industry is really broken. And I saw how it's really broken because franchisees get into the industry to pursue the American dream. They're wide-eyed, they're so excited, they're ready to follow a passion most of the time. And they truly, truly believe that they can easily achieve the uppermost rewards that the franchisor talks about during Discovery Day. You know, they can reach the heights of the number one franchisee because, hey, that guy's doing it, we can do it too. Welcome to the Infinite Franchisee Show, where every franchisee meets infinite possibilities. Here, you will discover the executive level strategies needed to overcome the overwhelm, concentrate on explosive growth activities, and capture the life of your dreams with me, April Porter. I am an attorney, a former award-winning multi-unit franchisee, and a number one international best-selling author on a mission to help franchisees achieve infinite success. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Infinite Franchisee Show. Today, we are talking about the history of our company, Ask April Porter, and why it is I started this company and where it is going. I'm really excited to share this story with all of you who haven't heard it before because I think that it really resonates with many, many people inside the franchising industry. I was a franchisee. I owned multiple locations of a fitness franchise, and I was very successful at it. In fact, I was the only person in our brand who really mastered the trifecta of ownership. And that was, I had multiple locations, number one. Number two, they were all profitable. And number three, I was not working in the business whatsoever. With those fitness franchises, I only went to the gym to do my daily personal workout, but I did not go to train clients or to run any of the daily operations. So of course, that's what actually led to other franchisees wanting to know how on earth did I do that? Since it was kind of an anomaly in our brand, you know, everyone wanted to know the secret, which is how I started mentoring and coaching other franchisees. That was way back in 2016. And that led to becoming more and more involved with the American Association of Franchisees and Dealers. And through that role, I began mentoring and coaching franchisees across many different brands. And currently, I am the business education task force chairperson for that organization, because I believe that bringing real business education that can impact a franchisee's day-to-day experience is one of the major missing components in the franchising industry, which is ultimately why I created Ask a Reporter once I sold all of my franchise locations. Now, something you may not know about me is that prior to becoming a franchisee, I was a practicing attorney. Of course, I always tell people, once you're an attorney, you are technically an attorney until the day you die. So I am still an attorney, but I no longer practice. And when I did practice as an attorney, I was an assistant prosecuting attorney for a county here in St. Louis. And in that role, 
I prosecuted criminals for committing crimes, but my specialty and the division that I was assigned to focused 100% on sexual assaults, child abuse, and homicides. And so I was in trial all the time. And I was very, very motivated to represent. And that was a really good fit for me because throughout my entire life, I have had a very serious justice-seeking streak. Back to the days of elementary school, right? If I saw someone being bullied or was bullied, there was no way I was just going to take it lying down. I always spoke up. I always defended people. If a friend was being mistreated, I would jump in and protect them. So I have a very protective streak and a very, very significant dedication to justice. And so I loved being a prosecuting attorney. I loved that job. It was extraordinarily stressful. The subject matter was very, very heavy at times, but I absolutely loved it. And I loved being the champion for the victims. But, you know, after 10 years of that, I needed a break. I needed a mental break. I needed a physical break from the stress that, that, that comes with that job. And so that's when I became a franchisee. And as a franchisee, as I learned more and more about the industry, that real protective streak started to kick in because I saw how the industry is really broken. And I saw how it's really broken because franchisees get into the industry to pursue the American dream. They're wide-eyed, they're so excited, they're ready to follow a passion most of the time. And they truly, truly believe that they can easily achieve the uppermost rewards that the franchisor talks about during Discovery Day. You know, they can reach the heights of the number one franchisee because, hey, that guy's doing it, we can do it too. And Let's face it, most franchisees are overachievers, right? They're A-type personalities. They're ready to get in, get their hands dirty, and they're very, very confident that they can do it. They are the people who are like, I'll do whatever it takes. And I'm certain that I can become not just profitable, but I can actually reach my goals and reach my dreams through this brand and through franchising. And so they sign a franchise agreement, and usually they come up with, money that comes out of their, either their life savings, their 401ks, or they borrow it and they get significantly into debt because they have to personal, personally guarantee it, whether it's a bank loan or credit cards or whatever financing they're using to get into the franchise, they have to personally guarantee it. So people are truly, truly investing their entire lives into the franchise. And they do that because they believe that a franchise is a safe bet, that it's it's less risky than opening a business all on your own because the franchisor is going to give you the secret recipe to success. They're going to tell you exactly how to run the model, just like the top franchisee is doing, so that you can replicate that and succeed and have the revenue levels that that person has and has the lifestyle they have. And so that's why a franchisee is willing to risk so much to become part of this franchise. What isn't discussed in the franchising industry is that there's so much more 
that people need to know than just the model if they truly, truly want to reach the heights of success. And most times that one location is not going to get you the unlimited income that you envisioned when leaving your corporate job, your steady day to day. And so that's really just not talked about. And so what happens is that franchisee gets in there, they learn everything the franchisor has to teach them, and then they still have a million questions. And they're like, okay, why am I not at the top? If the recipe, if all I have to do is follow the recipe to be at the very top, why am I still in the middle of the pack? Or maybe why am I lagging behind? What is it that's different? And that's that's the stuff that isn't taught by the franchisor. And the secrets in that the secret is, is that's a gap. That's a gap that franchisors either can't teach because they know that like it puts them in a sticky spot with liability, or they don't know how to teach it. They don't recognize what is missing for the individual franchisee. And it usually boils down to a business acumen, really. It's really understanding the strategic side of business and how to look at everything with a strategy and implement strategy and apply strategy to all those different pieces of the model. But that's not something that's taught in the corporate world. That's not something that's taught when somebody is an employee. And most franchisees move from being an employee into being a franchisee. And so there's this gap and the franchisees are like, I mean, I'm doing everything you're telling me to do. And the franchisor, the only position that they can take is, well, you're not. You're not doing everything that you should be doing because if you did, you'd be successful. And the reason the franchisor has to take that position is because that's what they're selling is if you do this, you will be successful. So to say, I don't know what's wrong. You guys are doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. I don't know why it's not working. That would be a huge blow to the brand, right? So franchisors aren't really going to say that. They may, and most times they don't recognize that either. So all of that is the reason that I created Ask April Porter, because I could not stand by and just watch franchisees lose everything, lose their investments, lose their homes, lose their family time. I mean, divorce rates for small business owners are high. And it's because there's so much stress and it's so much more work than people realize when getting into it. And a lot of times it doesn't produce an income for the household as fast as people thought, which then brings stress into the household as far as finances as well. And I hate seeing that. I absolutely hate seeing that. And I don't think it has to be that way. And it just takes somebody to stand up and say, you know what? This, This industry is broken. This industry is broken and there's a better way. And that's what we're doing. That is what we are doing at Ask April Porter. And that's why we're the only ones doing it. And every person I talk to in the franchising industry, as we we explain what our mission is and we explain how we're doing it, they that whether it's a franchise consultant, franchisors, if it's franchising attorneys, franchisees, everyone's response is the same. And it's like, oh, nobody is doing that. And it's so needed. It's so needed. So they say both of those things. Wow, nobody is doing that. And it's so needed. And to me, it's just like, if it's so needed, why has nobody been doing it? That is a very big frustrating point for me because that's 
uh, uh, that's it. You know, it's like, okay, if nobody's doing it, it's never going to change and it's never going to get better. And everybody in the franchising industry up until now has just been willing to say okay to that. And we're not doing that anymore. We are not going to say okay to that. So what we decided to do was the very first thing we launched the infinite franchisee program. And that is a program for franchisees. So our clients, our franchisees join the infinite franchisee program and we start to introduce them to true strategic thinking and how to think strategically in every aspect of your business, how to implement some of the most important strategies that haven't been implemented up until this point in their business. And those include things like a strategic planning session, the customer avatar strategy. It includes employee development, like true employee development, which requires a different type of training than what they're doing with their employees. Every franchisee out there in the world is training their employees but you're training your employees to be a cog in the machine. And that is one of the reasons that it's hard to retain employees and hard to attract employees. And so what we want to do is we teach our clients how to attract employees that are going to stay with them long-term, that are predisposed to stay with them long-term, I should say, and then train them in a way that helps develop them where they are actually aware of the fact that they are evolving as a person and as a professional in this role. And when you can do that, they buy in and they take ownership over their role and they want to contribute to the company because the company has truly changed their lives. And so that's, that's one of the big strategies that we teach our clients is how to do that, how to invest in people in that way so that they become passionate followers and they will follow our clients to the moon and back and they will stay with them in this company, but they will also dig in and want to grow this company for the owners. We also talk about financial strategies, strategies to really understand what a good investment for your business is and how to plan and forecast so that you can make the right investments, whether it be in employees or marketing or sales training or software or whatever else you might need to do. We also talk about technology and how to make things more efficient so that you can get out of the business and work more on it. And that's really our end goal with our clients is to get everybody to swag, which is called sanity, wealth, and gratitude. And that's really where everybody envisioned being when they signed that franchise agreement, right? More time with the family, less time at work, more money in the bank account, less stress financially, living a lifestyle of freedom rather than being tied to the storefront. So that's what we're working on ultimately with our clients. And our clients have amazing milestones. It's really, really exciting to see when they take the first vacation they've taken in years, or they take themselves off the schedule for the evenings, and now they're spending the evenings with their families, or they increase their revenues very significantly in a short amount of time. Or they have been able to attract employees and develop them up. And now the employees are actually growing the revenue for them. So we see a lot of really great milestones in the program and people are very happy with it. And we've been we've been doing this now. And this program is the exact same thing that I was teaching the franchisees that came to me since 2016, because it's all of these additional strategies that I was implementing in my business 
that allowed me to hit that trifecta of not working in the business at all. I only worked five hours a week on the business. Then the rest of the week I did other things and worked on other business ventures and, and pursued other joys in my life. Every location was profitable and we owned multiple locations. So that's how I reached that pinnacle was, was applying all the strategies we now teach our franchisee clients. And so through this process, what we've discovered though, is that we can do more and this isn't enough. And the reason I say that is because it's not really changing the industry. We're cleaning up the problem after the milk's been spilled, right? We're coming in and we're saying, okay, now you're in, you're a franchisee, you're in a 10-year agreement. You realize that you're not getting enough professional development from your franchisor in order to really grow to the heights that you want to. And so here, we're going to help you out with that, right? That's what we're doing right now. But that doesn't change the miscommunication that's happening in the beginning. That doesn't change the fact that people are putting their whole lives on the line to get into a franchise, believing they're going to get absolutely every ingredient in that recipe to be able to reach their goals and reach their dreams. And then only finding out once they're in there that maybe that's not the case. So that led us to talk about, okay, if we really want to change the industry, what do we need to do? And the answer is that we need to start at the beginning. We need to change the way that franchising is happening. Because these franchisors, they are not bad people. And they're not acting maliciously in not giving the full information. They truly believe they're giving all of the information that's necessary because they've been trained to do that. They have been trained by franchise development people. They have been trained by franchise developers, attorneys that create their documents, their franchising documents for them, franchise coaches or business coaches. There are some out there and their fellow franchisors that that teach them this is how you franchise. And they're they're following the recipe. They're following the recipe they're being given by all of these people. But all of these people are making money on the backs of franchisees instead of making money with their franchisees. And that's what we want to change. So now we are launching our newest program for future franchisors. This program is going to walk future franchisors through buttoning up their model, truly buttoning it up and getting it in a place where it's absolutely duplicatable and everything about it is being communicated to the franchisee, not just the big highlights, right? We want to make sure that all of the specialized information that's actually in the head of the franchisor, the strategies that they've used to take that original location and get it to be so profitable and so attractive. We want to make sure that the, all of those little tidbits are included in that and how they're going to onboard and develop their franchisees. And there's a lot to do. There's a lot to do to make sure a model truly is ready for franchising. And then the second half of the program is creating that franchising entity and creating that the business of the franchisor. And in doing so, creating that in a way 
where the people and the resources are in place to onboard and to support their franchisees and to really understand what ways they can make money with franchisees instead of on their franchisees. And this is a big endeavor. And some people aren't going to like what I'm saying. There's a lot of franchisors out there. And if they're listening, they're going to take offense to what I'm saying because they don't believe it. They believe that they truly care about their, their franchisees. And the reality is they do. They do truly care about their franchisees. They just don't know how to serve them. They don't know how to look at something from the franchisee perspective. They don't know how to give the franchisees what they really need instead of what the franchisor thinks that they need or thinks they should have. It's a perspective problem. We're seeing it all over our society, to be quite honest, right now. I mean, there's a story that hits the news and there's a single perspective that the media runs with and everyone adopts that perspective. And it's really, really hard to take a breath and to say, well, wait a second. What would the perspective be from the other person's point of view? What information are we missing, right? This is happening everywhere. It's happening everywhere in our society. and But our mission is to change it inside the franchising industry. And so I know that there are a lot of people that aren't going to like what I'm saying and that are going to be in denial. And that's okay. That's okay. But the people who get it, the people who truly want to explode as franchisors and who want to make hundreds of hardworking American dreams come true and beyond, because ultimately they'll franchise across the world, right? But when that's their mission, those are the people who are going to get it. And those are the people who are going to join the program because they're going to want to do franchising the right way. They're not going to want to just file paperwork and three months later be like, bam, you're a franchisor. Great, right? okay, you had a great idea and your store's making money and in three months you can become a franchisor and have all these other people relying on you for leadership. Is that person necessarily ready to be a leader? Does that person understand what it takes to support hundreds of owners that have invested their entire lives into the concept? Maybe, but maybe not. And for the maybe not, we're here and we're going to work to make a difference. We're going to work to make a change. So that is what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're trying to heal this industry from the start, from the origin of a singular franchise, and then duplicate that as we go. And I really, really hope that those of you listening get it. I hope that you get it. And I hope that you're as excited as we are to embark upon this change and to see it unfold in the years to come. And for those of you listening that don't like it, then do a little self-exploration and ask yourself why. Why is it triggering you? Why is it triggering you that we as a company have decided to help people become better franchisors, right? Because even if you're the best franchisor you can be right now, don't you want to be better? Don't you want to evolve and be the very best you can be at the end of your lifetime? If that's true, there's a lot of work to be done between now and then. So I hope this has been informative. I'd love to know your thoughts on this. Really, truly reach out to us. You guys can find all of our contact information in our show notes. 
but we are really, really looking for the feedback from this announcement and yeah, give us a shout. And until next time, we're wishing all of you infinite success. Do you love the infinite franchisee show? I'd love to hear from you. Take 60 seconds and leave a review of the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. It is such a small thing that can help so many other franchisees and entrepreneurs find us. And then they can discover infinite possibilities too. Thanks for tuning in today. Until next time, remember, there are infinite opportunities to grow your business and reach the sanity, wealth, and gratitude you deserve. So don't ever settle for anything less than infinite success.